Revival and World Section broadcast. Wherever you are, you can tune in now and your life will really be blessed. Your life will really be blessed. When I mean be blessed, it will be blessed. For you will surely come back with a testimony. A testimony that your spiritual life will change, your physical life will change, and every aspect of your life. God bless you as you listen today. You're welcome, every one of you, in Jesus Christ. And uh, this teaching today is a profound teaching because it is a teaching that has to do with <clears throat> getting equipped as a minister of God for ministry and for exploits um, to fight against the kingdom of darkness and to withstand all the fiery drafts of the wicked and to be equipped enough with scriptural revelations of divine patterns in kingdom service when it has to do with spiritual warfare because if you can defeat the devil you can win in life in Christ Jesus because why did I say so if you can defeat the devil you can win in life in Christ Jesus, but the the, 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 the the in the situation whereby you cannot defeat the devil through spiritual warfare is going to be catastrophic because um, the spiritual is what is what controls the physical. The spiritual is what controls the physical, so it is the spiritual that controls the physical. So it should not be neglected when talking about um, um, spiritual warfare. Because the Bible says from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence and only men of violence takes it by force. So it is only men of violence who takes it by force. To bring an end to the reign of Satan, the reign of demonic activities, is through spiritual warfare. Because Jesus Christ wants us to be victorious in our Christian service. There is no section in the ministry that spiritual warfare is not outspoken in the prayer section group in the discipleship group because when you talk about discipleship group you have to talk about spiritual warfare that has to do with making the believers to be sustained in faith making the believers to be sustained in faith because if they are not sustained in faith they will deviate and there are demonic influence that's war against believers growth sustainability impacts and the word of god getting into their life and make, making full effect you see that so that's the spiritual angle in discipleship spiritual warfare sorry in discipleship when you talk about, I say the prayer um, 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 section group, talk about the discipleship group, you do not talk about the evangelic group. When you talk about the evangelic group, that calls for deep spiritual warfare. Because the devil will not like you to just go and invade his territory. And when you invade his territory, you just do anything you want to do and come out with it. It's going to counter. It's going to send forces against you. So that calls for spiritual warfare. And that is why the topic 
of demonology in ministry is very important for you to be acquainted with it as a believer and most especially as a as a as a minister into full-time ministry and that's why god has anointed me god has given me his word to speak to people to nations to to individuals to ministries to pastors to teachers to evangelists to 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 to, to everyone who is in this battle to make sure that the kingdom of darkness their reign comes to an end so that is why it is important for you to be acquainted with this word father thank you because of the word of life that is about to be released as your people get the word as your people take in the word as your people receive divine revelation that they have never heard right now send angels of revelation into your homes as you are listening to the sound of my voice i send angels of revelation i send angels of truth and life wherever you are listening as you listen as you open the scripture to know deep things about the scriptural warfare that has to do with demonology study of demonic activities in in in, in the ethereum father let their eyes be open these angels that are sent right now the profound truth and revelatory insight be released unto you right now as I speak. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. It is done. I bless the name of the Lord. I worship the name of the Lord because the Lord is good and His mercies endure forever. God bless you, everyone. Demonology, like I was telling you, I was telling you that it is very necessary in ministry, in different groups in ministry, even in welfare, taking care of people's welfare. Devil can fight finances. Devil can attack finances. Devil can make sure that the finance is not released for the work to continue, for the work to not make, let there not be progress. You can instill hate in, in, in the hearts of people not to be able to give out financially for the kingdom tax and kingdom advancement and that is what calls for 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 today's teaching on demonology serially we are going to treat it bit by bit pattern by pattern we are people where you can be able to understand how these operations of the spirit are being carried out and i'm sure that your life will never remain the same insights will be released to you truth will be unfit to you revelation will be given into your spirit so we are going to talk today what are demons demons and their personality how demons act and uh, and uh, that's where we're going to end in today's series how demons act who are demons what are demons their personality you can ask this question why are we talking about demons see let me tell you it is revelation that disarm the devil if you don't have revelation you cannot disarm the devil if you don't know the truth of god's word you cannot disarm the devil 
revelation. And that's why God have anointed him. God have anointed some men of God around the world in this end time to be able to show believers revelation. Revelation. Because if you don't have revelation of what the kingdom of darkness is, the activities, you are not bigger than them. You are only bigger than them when you know what they do, when you know their works. That gives you a higher authority and command. But when you are ignorant, when you are ignorant, they call you psychopathic. When you are psychopathic, when you are ignorant, you cannot be able to discern their activity. You cannot be able to discern their operations. You cannot be able to discern their works and their deeds. And that is why getting revelation about them. That's why we are talking about studying about demons. Why can believers be studying about demons? We are seated in heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Yes. We are studying them because it's a proof that we are bigger than them. We know them so that we can subdue them. Anything in need so that our ministry will have a smooth ride. Our ministry will have a smooth ride. See, let me tell you, be a man of God. You have passion for God. If you don't know them, if you don't know the activities, ignorance can cost you a lot. Ignorance can cost you a lot. And that's why God have anointed men like us for us to reveal to the body of Christ, for us to reveal to ministries, for us to reveal to people deep teachings, deep revelations about these people and their operations so that you can be equipped for ministry. You can be equipped for life to understand how they do to understand how they operate and to understand what they do to people, to keep people in bondage, to keep people in captivity, and how as a minister you can be able to break those people out of it without stress. Mark out to shake it. I repeat, without stress. Without stress. If you do the work of the kingdom with stress, you 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 you'll be frustrated. If you do the kingdom of God or walk the kingdom of God, the service of the Lord, without revelation, you'll be frustrated. That is one thing. The revealing this demonology and demonological knowledge and revelation is number one to set yourself free. To have revelation. Number two, to set other people free too. Number three, to glorify Christ. These are the these are these are the, these are the things that and needed to be understood why studying this. We are not just studying this because we want to instill fear on people, we want to make people to, to, to be to be to be skeptical about some revelations of, 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 of the truth of God's word. No, for them to be equipped, you have to be acquainted with what it is, how they work, what they do, and how they operate. Glory to God. Demons now, what are demons? Demons as human who am spirit beings without a body. We seek a body to live in. They do not care whether they live in a person or in an animal, but they need a body by which they can express themselves. There are conflicting theories as to their, their origin, but this does not matter for the purpose of this study. The word demon comes from the Greek word demon, meaning breath or spirit. Breath or spirit. Although we cannot see the spirit beings, nevertheless, they do exi- exist. 
hidden cultures have always acknowledged their existence. But our so-called sophisticated Western society usually denies their existence. And this is pathetic. And this had they gained more grants in, in their dealings in humanity. Some people have described them as part of the personality, but refuse to acknowledge their existence as spiritual beings. Jesus Christ has no, no problem about their existence, although the gospel we have reference to him casting them out of various people. In fact, he said in, 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 Mark, in, Mark, in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, This sign shall follow those who believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. One of the functions of a Christian, a believer, is to cast out devils, is to cast out demons. You know, some people think it's only just a minister of God. A pastor, these are the strategy they use. When they are operating, they will not allow you to go with your authority and knowledge that you have to cast them out. They will want you to run to your pastor. What if your pastor is not there? What if your prophet is not there? What if your apostle is not there? Will your problem remain? Because you have not gotten this revelation that all believers, Jesus Christ said that this sign shall follow all that believe. In my name shall they cast out demons. So, one of the functions of a believer is to cast out demons. It's not a pericocyte. Whether can you, can you not? Is something you must cast out as a believer when you are being harassed by demonic activity in your home, in your family, in your life personally. You speak to that devil. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus because it is through the name of Jesus that these demons are defeated. Praise God. Hallelujah. One of these functions of a believer is to cast out demons and the purpose of of this of this of this teaching is to encourage christians is to encourage believers to be willing and to be able to do so we don't need to be afraid of them in first john chapter in four verse four you see who 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 he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world who is in the world we don't need to be scared of them i had only being a committed Christian for a short time when a deeply troubled person was brought for help. The Lord gently spoke into my ears and said, Abortion. And as I spoke this out of this man who had a commit who had been a committed Christian himself, fell to the floor, curled up like a fustus, and began to scream. It was in the it was in the subsequent weeks that as we ministered to this man, I began to learn about demons activity demons have an intense desire to live in the body because they are spirits the legion of demons who live in the man who had who had come out of the tombs begged jesus to send them into the swamp they said send us to the swamp but that we may enter into them this is the desire of demon to inhabit the body this is the desire of a demon to find a body through which they can live. Let me tell you one of the things they will not get you to know about them is full knowledge. No demon can stay in a dry place. Remember when Jesus casted them, was about casting them out. They asked, Jesus asked them, where does he want them to go to? 
and they decided to go to the swamp because Jesus never wanted them to remain in the body of that man. Let me tell you, no demon can stay in a dry place without not inhabiting in a body. They will not let you to know this knowledge. That is why there is no sinner that is not possessed with a particular demon. Demon of fornication, demon of lying, demon of stealing, demon of different acts, ungodly acts, demon of wickedness, demon of anger, demon of sorcery, demon of divinations. They will not let you to know that they cannot stay in dry places. They must always find where to inhabit. They will always find where to dwell for the moment. So that they, be, they can be able to carry out their activities. Because they are spirits. Their activities is by the function of the physical world. If they remain in a dry place, they cannot function in a physical world. So they have to inhabit a physical body for them to function. They cannot function in the physical in, in the physical world without inhabiting a body. That is what they will not let you to know. They cannot be in a dry place. They will always find where to function in the physical body. Because the Bible says the thief cometh not, the thief cometh not but to kill and to steal and destroy. Their function in the earth realm is to kill, destroy. So they cannot stay in dry places. They must find where to inhabit. They must find where to, 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 to carry out their devilish mission. No demon sent in this earth does not have a devilish vision and a mission. They all have a mission. They are never empty. They are, they are, they are, their activities are never blow. They don't have a blow activity. Their aim is to function 247 in the physical world and that is why they must find a place they must find a, 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 sorry they must find a body where they must inhabit and carry act and express their characteristics glory to god now we are going to talk demons and their personality if we look at this scripture we'll find out that demons have specific mark of personality you can write them down number one as spirit beings they have knowledge the demon in the man in the synagogue jesus said let us look at mark chapter 1 verse 24 mark chapter 1 verse 24 let us alone what have we to do with you jesus of nazareth did you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy holy one of god they knew that jesus was the word Messiah, they have knowledge. No demon that does not have knowledge of a specific location. No demon that doesn't have knowledge of the reason why they are working, of the reason why they are functioning. They have knowledge. Full knowledge. Number two, they know who they are. They know who they are. When casting out the devil, the devil cannot tell you, I don't know who I am. I don't know my mission. He's a liar. Their personality, they know who they are. Jesus asked the demon in the man who came out of the tomb. And that's the question. Let's look at Mark chapter 5 verse 9. It says, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion for we are many. They know who they are. It was not the man responding. It 
was the demon in the man. They know who they are. Demons have knowledge of themselves. Number three, they have a will. That is why it is very knowledgeable for you to know that no demon comes in the body of someone not to carry out something. It is not just coming to just come and stay. They have a will. They have a will. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 verse 43 to 44. Let us read it. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and find none. You see, seeking rest and find none. Because they are, up, they are in the earth realm and they have spiritual body. So they don't have rest. This is the revelation. Look at seeking rest and find none. They are in the physical world and their spirit. So they don't, they don't have rest. It just as it, 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 it just as it just as this is a revelation, and I appreciate God for it. See, seeking rest and find none. It just as when someone is being tortured, and he doesn't have peace. So for them to have peace, they must find where to rest, and that's in a human body. So no sinner, I repeat. No sinner that is not possessed with a demon. That is why as a minister of God, let me tell you this. When you pray for the soul of people, you start in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you any demon, any unclean spirit in those people that have come to Christ. I command you to go out before you know that they will start manifesting under the power and under the influence of of the Holy Spirit because I repeat no sinner is empty so when they were born into their into this world and they are sinners you can see that they will start exhibiting some devilish acts that's a demonic spirit and those spirits must be casted out when they come to Christ and that is why you must understand that they find they seek to find resting places and they find no because they are spirit entities and they must function in the physical world. So therefore, they must find the body to inhabit. I continue in verse 44. Then he said, I will return to my house, which I came. They are housing the woman in human body, even in animals too. So they must find. They must find. We have to find rest. As a human being, if you are being tortured, won't you find where to rest? If you are seeking for where to go to, won't you find where to rest? Of course, you find where to rest. Yes, the demon they have will. Number four, demons have emotions. See, all created spirits have emotions. God the Father have emotion. The Holy Spirit have emotion. That's why you cannot grieve the Holy Spirit. If you grieve him, he will leave. So the Holy Spirit have emotion. So same. All, like I say, all created spirits have a, 
every human being is a created spirit before a body was given to you to operate in this physical realm so you have emotion your emotion is being expressed by your spirit inside your body so demons too they have emotion we are told in the scripture by james in james chapter 2 verse 19 i read you believe that there is one god you do where even the demons believe and tremble tremble there is emotion many times in the course of deliverance we find the demonic power manifesting by means of trembling through a person that is emotion their conscience cannot respond to the gospel so they tremble the scripture tells us the scripture tells us in in first timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 and please i would like you please as a minister of god share this broadcast to your fellow ministers of god let them know deep revelation of the teaching of god's word in first timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 in the latter times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies in hypocrisy and their own conscience see with what hot iron see the emotion conscience the demon is going to see their conscience with hot iron for them not to be able to receive the gospel for them not to be able to what receive the gospel he will see their conscience because a spirit of heresy have entered into them in the last days that's why you tell many people look that's why you tell many people this is what the scripture says but they will go and bring their devilish doctrine to defend their self with confidence that is a demon expressing himself in them with a seed conscience and they are speaking hypocrisy by those demonic influence the Greek makes me the, the, the Greek they make it clear that it is not speaking of people here, but of the demons which cannot respond to the gospel because their conscience have been sealed. And that's why when praying, now this is it as a minister, when praying and people are not responding to the gospel, they bring the argument. You say in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, demon, that is trying to stop the flow of the gospel. The Holy Spirit trying that wants to pierce into the heart for them to believe the gospel. You demon of heresy, false teaching, I command you out. And you see they'll start manifesting. I see that. That is why you must know. Their strategy. I'm teaching you now. Their strategy, their patterns, how they operate at the given, given time. You will be sensitive. They are preaching the gospel. People are not receptive. They are arguing. You rebuke that demon that is trying to stop the penetration of the Holy Spirit that wants to speak in the hearts of these people. That is the demon of Hades. I'm teaching you now. Deep teachings. Revelation. Marco Soto Shato Rebete. Lekete Saturu Belidari. Lagabato Sukoto Shata. I feel God's anointing. Mante Rekete Koto Suti Gibosh. Rekete Lateki Taboroto. Like I told you, rebuke that spirit of heresy. When you are trying to preach the gospel 
And all of a sudden, the people are not responding to the truth. That's the spirit of heresy functioning. And you rebuke that spirit in the name of the Lord. You will see their hearts will start to melt. Sometimes they will manifest. Sometimes the demon will not manifest. Their hearts will start to melt. And they will start turning to God. Glory to God. Number five, they can speak. Every created spirit can speak. God the Father can speak. That's why God the Father tried to speak to us by the lens to the lens of the Holy Spirit when we pray and communicate with Him because He's spirit and we are physical. So how can we understand Him when He speaks? Is when we communicate with, 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 with us. Sometimes He speaks through our emotions. Sometimes He speaks audibly. Sometimes He speaks in our heart. And then we respond in the signal of the Holy Spirit. That's the voice of God. When the Holy Spirit speaks to a believer, that is the voice of God. I repeat, when the Holy Spirit speaks to a believer, that's the voice of God. As we have already seen, the demon spoke to Jesus. In Mark chapter 1 verse 24, I know who you are, the only one of, the holy one of God. So they have emotion, they have will, and they can speak. And they have knowledge and they know who they are. We are going straight to how demons act. How demons act. Number one. My God. How demons act. They'll be they'll be very angry as I'm exposing them right now. How demons act. Number one, they harass. They harass. One of the primary activities of demon is to harass people, especially believers, Christians. They are the agents of Satan, sent to both obstruct believers in their work. Like I told you, the ministry of welfare in discipleship is very important. That is why you need to know demonology, teachings of demons and their activities. They harass. They are the agents of Satan. Sent to both obstruct the Christians in their work or to prevent people turning to Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of darkness of wickedness in the heavenly places. That's another translation. Host is talking about demons in groupings. There are spiritual wickedness, hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. They harass. They try to stop, and that is what we wrestle for. Believers, to when they are preaching the gospel, for people to go to, to, to walk to the path of righteousness. They try to harass the believer. You cannot do this. You cannot convince these people. These are the activities of demons. And that is why you must rebuke them whenever you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are expressing Jesus to the life of people. They are agents of Satan. Sent to both obstruct the Christians in their work. Or to prevent people turning to Jesus. And that is what we must rest. Before we go out and preach, before we go out to disciple, 
we have to seal everything in prayer and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I'm going now, any demon that will try to harass me when I'm trying to send and reach out the good news, I command their activities to scatter. I rebuke it. It will not have any effect in the life of anybody and anyone I encounter, any demon that will try to harass. I command that power, the forces of those, those demons to become non-effect. And you go out and preach because and you see the light of God will be shining in your life. You teach people the scripture. They will be having deep knowledge of what they are trying to talk and they will not be confused because sometimes it's the demons who does this to make people to be confused and the light of the gospel will not be able to penetrate into their life. Number two, be enslaved. Number two, be enslaved. Number two, the enslaved. We are sure in the scripture that we did not receive the spirit of bondage. So anything that enslaves people is a demonic activity. It's by the function of demonic forces. They, 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 they enslave. They put people in bondage. Slavery. And the number one slavery is fear. Anywhere you see fear operating in the life of people, there is a demon in that place. There is a demonic activity. Anybody that we, you will remember and fear will come to you, there is a demonic force in that person. That is why when you remember the person, you will fear. You cannot remember a man of God and start being afraid. Unless you have demon inside in you, or unless that man have a demon that is trying to obstruct you. You cannot remember a good sound preacher. What you, you will see is peace and love. You cannot remember your man of God. You cannot remember your teacher, the teacher of the word of God, imparting knowledge unto you. And when you hear them, and when you hear their voice, you start being afraid. That's the demon of fear. And it's the activity of enslaving men. Because the, reception, the, rece, the receptor of, of God, for you to be receptive to divinity, you must have a sound and a peaceful mind. I repeat, for you to be receptive to divinity, you must have a sound and a peaceful mind. God operates in the in the atmosphere of peace and love. Any place, anywhere, any person you go, see, any place, anywhere, any person you meet, and you are under the influence of fear, you want to relate something to the person, you are under the spirit of fear, there is a demonic force, and there is a demonic spirit in that person. Also operating through you, because they work in connection. So anywhere you go to, and you experience peace and soundness. You remember this person. You experience peace and soundness. Is the Holy Spirit dwelling there? Father, this word now is being revealed. And Father, thank you for this word that is being revealed. That the, the, the peace of God that passes through understanding say, Be with you always. And that's the Holy Spirit. Father, let this word as I'm speaking right now penetrate to them. 
and I know your light is shining as this word is being revealed. This knowledge that is being revealed to them, let it equip them, Lord. As they hear this broadcast over and over again, let them understand deep revelation more, more, more. As we go through this series day by day, let them understand this more and more. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's continue. The spirit of slavery and the spirit of fear is not of God. Anywhere you go to, any God denomination you go to, any church you go to, and you're enslaved with fear. That is not God functioning in the place. Is a demon because they enslave. Number one, number one, number number one, the number one thing they enslave people with is fear. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption, because we walk in the terrain of peace. The spirit of adoption is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And we cry out. We can be able to express ourselves. Anywhere you cannot express yourself, the spirit of fear is operating. And that is a demonic spirit. Peace and a sound mind will make you to express yourself. And will make you to come before the presence of God and cry, Abba, Father, look at it. The spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. No, we have not received the spirit of slavery as co-ex in Christ Jesus, but rather the spirit of bondage, uh, sorry, the spirit of adoption to Christ Jesus. Accordingly, demonic powers acting through people causes them to become um, 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 and complacent in their action, in their talking, in their eating, in other habits. Number three, they entice. Number three, they entice. Our next series we will talk about flesh versus spirit in the in, in, in the monology. Flesh versus spirit. You have to come prepared. Number three, they entice. In James chapter 1, verse 14 to 15, I read, But each one is tempted when he is driven away by his own desire and, and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it bears to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth what death. Anything that is enticing you to do the things out of the will of God wants you to commit sin, and that is a demonic spirit. The spirit of enticement to worldliness, worldly activities, worldly desires is the demonic, is a demonic spirit. So anywhere someone is trying to entice you with ungodliness, you immediately rebuke that demon, that spirit. Rebuke them in the name of the Lord. You rebuke that demon. You rebuke that demon. That demon of enticement. I want to shift you out of the will of God. It might be walking through someone that is ignorant. The lady can try to seduce you, entice you into immorality. That has a spirit of darkness. That's a demon. That is not a person. You see that. That's when you will be sensitive. I want to entice you to alcoholism. I want to entice you to ungodliness. That is a demonic spirit. Operating through the flesh of the individual. When we 
fail to crucify the flesh and allow unclean or wrong desire to tempt us, then we open the doors to demonic powers. You see that? When we give them that way, we now open the door. You can, as a believer, you can only, you can only determine to open the door of demonic powers. When you allow them to tempt you and you fall to that temptation, you can only open the doors to those demonic powers and they can be enticed by those demons into sin. And when you open those doors to demonic power through the spirit of enticement, you will fall to sin and fall into unrighteousness. You see, that's their strategy, enticement. Number four, demons deceive. Yes, demons deceive and they speak lies. Lies their hobby. Lies their is their is their is their is their food. Now let's read First Timothy chapter four, verse one and two. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving it to seducive spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies. You see, they speak lies. That's why. Any teaching that is contrary to the path of righteousness, any teaching that is contrary to the path of righteousness, the path of truth, is lying wonders. That is lie, and that is a demonic spirit. As a minister of God, any person that is trying to paint the gospel to suit ungodly lifestyle, to suit their evil deeds, and leading you out of the path of righteousness, that is the spirit of lie. That is a demonic spirit speaking through that so-called minister, minister of God. Because these are the spirit of the last days that will paint unrighteousness to righteousness. You know, lying is not just all about being designed in a way of, is this a straight lie? Lie can be painted upside down for you to, for the person to suit himself. But it is a lie. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience sealed with hot iron. When someone is trying to paint unrighteousness, you see the person be speaking with boldness because he's speaking by the influence of a demon. Number five, demons torment. No true believer can be in torment. Physical torment, pain in the body, severe headache. Those are demonic powers. See, the body can be stressed, and maybe the person might need a rest because of that's the physical aspect. But when the person gets his rest, the headache will leave. That's the physical aspect. When you talk about migraine, continual headache, pain in the body, that the cause is not from anywhere. That is a demonic spirit. That's the spirit of torment, the spirit of affliction. When you are trying to pray and when you are trying to preach to someone and the person is feeling have been complaining, you you have been complaining, have been feeling this pain for a long time. You rebuke that demon of torment. Come on, get away in the name of Jesus Christ. If you go by the authority in his name, and that person will be in soundness. Man You rebuke that demon in the name of Jesus. And that person will be in holiness so that you can communicate the gospel because you have the authority to rebuke him. So you must know the operations of demons that can come to torment. 
see one thing about torment, they might operate in a little while, then they, they resurface. They operate in a little while, they resurface. But that thing still helps. That thing continues happening frequently, but after some time, it will resurface back again. That's the spirit of torment. Just as someone choking you, pain, he will, he will leave it for some time again. Come back again and choke you, pain. Those are demonic influence. When someone is in torment, 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 sometimes he will get small relief. Before it will come back again. That is torment. That is a demonic spirit operating as a minister of God. Your member back might be complaining. This thing I've been experiencing this thing. It comes off and often. That's a demonic spirit. You recognize it. I'm teaching you deep revelation now. You recognize it. This is a demonic spirit of torment. And you rebuke and, and speak soundness into that person. Demon's torment. The scripture makes it clear that God has not given us the spirit of fear or torment. Nobody that is under torment, that is, you see, you can live in divine head. I've, I'm living in divine head since this year, 2020, by the grace of God. I've been living in divine head. No demonic force can control me or, or, or take over my body or anything around me. My friends, my loved ones, those in ministry, they cannot do that. I will rebuke that demon of torment. I can't be under torment. I have a sound mind of love and peace. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7, For God have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. 1 John 4, verse 9, 18, Fear involves torment. Those who are in total fear are often tormented by demonic powers. When someone, you always see someone with, you always see someone, you are experiencing fear. That person has a demonic force that wants to torment you for a particular thing that he wants to torment you with. And that is why you must not live in fear. Number six, demons drive and compare. They drive and compare. The man from the tomb had a demon which often seized him, and he was driven by the demon into the wilderness. In Luke chapter 8, verse 20, 29, For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for it had often seized him, and he was kept under guard, bound with the chain and shackles, and he broke the bond, and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. This is the function of the demon to drive and compare if they have the opportunity. Number seven, demon defy. Demon defy. Any man of God that will say, any so called false prophet or a man of God that will try to paint the word of God in another way is defiling the word of God. That's a demon. Any man of God that wants to get his way through a lady to sleep with the lady. That's to defy. That's a demonic spirit walking through you. See, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is a personality of purity. In Titus chapter 1 verse 15, To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defied and the unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience are defied. Defiling 
starts from the mind, the human spirit, and that's the influence of demons. When someone's mind is being polluted, they will fill you with false doctrines and heresy. Number eight, demons fight. They fight against our personal harmony, our peace of mind and physical well-being, causing disruptiveness with other people, especially those closest to us. When you see someone trying to disrupt your peace and harmony, when you see someone trying to disrupt you walking with God, you flowing with God in the things of God, that person is under the influence of a demon. That is the spirit of fight, contention. This is a great terrific mark of restlessness. They can affect us in our emotion, attitude, and relationship. An example, they cause hatred, fear, rebellion, violence. In addition, they can affect the the, the, the thoughts of the mind, causing doubt, unbelief, indecision, and procrastination. In the area of tongue, they can cause lying, cursing, gossip, blasphemy, and in sexual areas, perversion, homosexuality, masturbation. Further, they can affect people in their areas of alcohol, nicotine, gluten, physical infirmity. They can also cause tumor, heart disease, epilepsy. Most addition comes out of frustration. These are demonic spirits. A demon of lying needs a tongue to lie to. A demon of doubt needs a mind to doubt to. And a demon of loss needs a treasure organ to what to lost to. If we are if we have recurrent evil destructiveness, emotional attitudes which dominate us over our will, we don't want to do this thing, but we see ourselves doing it. That is a demonic influence. These are signs of demonic activities. I pray that the full knowledge of the word of God that has been revealed to you will abide with you forever in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to continue on our next series on demonology, flesh versus spirits. Flesh versus spirits. God bless you so much. And I know the word of God that has come to you today has been a blessing to your life. Uh, you share the broadcast. You, 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 you listen to it always. And you know more. And as you are listening to it, God will be revealing a lot of things to you. Your life will never be the same again. God bless you so much. I am Prophet Obed Chooks.